Okay, the uh, the uh, Wicca movement, uh, also known as witchcraft, it's also called the craft. Um, this is becoming more and more popular in today's world. In fact, on college campuses today, Wicca is is, is probably a lot more popular uh, than Christianity is, and it, it's one of those situations where a society has to choose between something like Wicca, which is a, a return of ancient pagan beliefs and practices. A society has to choose between Wicca and Christianity. There's no such thing as a society that uh, decides to promote both. Uh, you either promote one and come down on the other, uh, or vice versa. So uh, uh, so we'll talk a little bit about Wicca. Um, we're only going to be able to skim the the surface tonight in uh, about 50 minutes. So um, let me give you a couple uh, couple good books you might want to pick up. Uh, they're not listed uh, on the handouts, but one is entitled Witchcraft by Craig Hawkins. He used to assist the late and original Bible Answer Man, the late Walter Martin, on his Bible Answer Man program. His name is Craig Hawkins published by Baker Bookhouse, and it's called Witchcraft. That's probably uh, the best one-volume work on modern uh, Wicca. Um, and then there's also a book that was originally entitled uh, Spirit Wars by Dr. Peter Jones, and uh, it was recently put back in print, and the title was changed to Pagans in the Pews. And I would also recommend that. That deals with the return of the ancient Gnostic heresy, um, uh, basically neo-paganism, the New Age movement, but he spends a lot of time uh, uh, detailing some key uh, Wiccans that are uh, rising in, 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 uh, in popularity today. Um, basically have uh, numerous points I'd like to discuss about the Wiccan movement, and then um, uh, talk briefly about how we as Christians can refute uh, this movement. Uh, as uh, you know, like I say, Wicca is just one type of many uh, forms of neo-paganism. It's a return of ancient pagan beliefs. Some of those pagan beliefs predate Christianity. Um, and uh, what goes with that is uh, points number one and number two is almost always in pagan circles the denial of absolute truth and the denial of absolute morality. And so as we see a culture like America and like Europe turn its back on the God of the Bible, when you throw God out the window, uh, truth and morality get thrown out the window as well. So... Uh, modern witches will often say that what's true for you is true for you, doesn't have to be true for me, and vice versa. And, uh, of course, the, the problem with that is, is that a truth? You know, it's self-refuting. Not, you know, we, when we communicate, we have to communicate in terms of what philosophers call antithesis. Basically, that, that means that when we communicate, in order to say something we have to imply that the contrary uh, of what we're saying is false. So if I say 
that the Philadelphia Eagles won the playoff game against the Packers, that is can only be true if, in fact, the Packers lost that game. Okay? Um, so when we communicate something, to communicate, for instance, to communicate the, the, the belief, the pagan belief, there is no absolute truth, that makes no sense. Because the only way for it to be true would be if it's false, because then it would be an absolute truth. Okay? It's a self-refuting statement. Absolute truth must exist. So the Wiccans will say there's no absolute truth, but they can't live consistently with it because they sure do act like Christianity is false and intolerant and uh, Wicca is true and it is tolerant. And, but just to hold those beliefs assumes absolute truth. They deny absolute morality, but time and time again they will say that uh, Christians were wrong to persecute uh, witches, such as in the Salem witch trials and, um, and ancient witches who were persecuted. That was wrong. Um, but in reality, if there is no such thing as right and wrong, if what's right for you is right for you, doesn't have to be right for me and vice versa, if there's no such thing as wrong, then persecution of witches wouldn't be wrong. Now, we Christians know that persecution of witches is wrong, but for the Wicca to say that it's wrong, that's, uh, that contradicts their own belief system, which says there is no such thing as right and wrong. So they can't live consistently um, with their beliefs. Uh, many witches partake in uh, deviant sexual lifestyles. And so as they say there's no such thing as right and wrong, they'll then say, therefore, you Christians are wrong uh, when you call my actions wrong. And no, if there's no such thing as right and wrong, then Christians are never wrong. Okay? So, uh, so again, they contradict themselves. They meet in small groups, often called covens. There's no hierarchy. There's no real president of all the witches, okay? There's no real hierarchy, so it's decentralized. So you get a bunch of these independent covens all over the country. There's probably new, numerous covens uh, right here. In the, I, I haven't really done my homework to try to find out how many little covens there are um, in Kitsap County, but I, I do know I work for a police department in this area uh, on a Navy base, and uh, out of about 100 police officers at that time, two of them were, were Wiccans. Uh, there were two male witches that worked uh, on the department at that time. So if you got two out of 100 uh, cops and in one department are witches, what does that say about the, the populace? I don't know, but it's just uh, it's an, enough to, to cause us uh, some concern. Um, now, they often claim to be a continuation of an abiding yet hidden form of ancient witchcraft. This is very unlikely, okay? This is uh, the idea that, that uh, Joe Schmo down the block, who made himself a witch and started his own coven, it's very unlikely that he was really anointed for that position by somebody who was anointed by somebody who was anointed by somebody in the dark secret world of the occult that goes all the way back hundreds of years before Christ. Um, that's, uh, that's extremely unlikely. Uh, it seems that modern witchcraft, though, it tries to duplicate the practices and beliefs of ancient witch, witchcraft, is modern witchcraft. It's a whole new thing, okay? And it, it's an attempt to revive the old 
but it's not something that's been, been going on throughout the centuries. It's just as, as America and Europe began to reject uh, the Christian worldview, people sought for other beliefs and uh, many began to turn to the world of Wicca and uh, witchcraft and ancient paganism. Um, Modern-day witches are opposed to traditional religions. Um, they view traditional religions like Christianity, Judaism, and Islam as intolerant and harmful. And it's really, really weird because uh, CNN and most of our, you know, ABC, NBC News and all, most of the major media accepts the same de uh, definition of tolerance that the Wiccan movement accepts. And um, when they call Christians intolerant, they're not really saying you Christians are trying to imprison us, infringe our rights, infringe upon our rights, and, or kill us. What they're basically saying is you Christians say that you're, only through your beliefs can a person be saved. That's intolerant. And then the next thing you know, it's, they're implying Christianity should be outlawed. So in the end, you scratch your head and say, well, these tolerant people aren't very tolerant. So the traditional tolerance used to be freedom of religion and freedom of speech. The new tolerance, if you don't believe all religions lead to God and um, all beliefs are equally true and all behavior is equally wholesome, uh, you're intolerant and there's no, no place at the table for you in the New World Order. Um, the uh, Wiccan movement, as uh, most neo-pagan groups, uh, the Wiccan movement is experience-based. There's a de-emphasis on reason. Okay? I'll tell you, though, there is no way to... There's no way to criticize reason without using reason. So as they slam this, oh, you know, you're, you're trying to find God through ideas and through doctrine and through theology. You can't do that through ideas, through doctrine, through theology. You have to just find God by experience. You just have to experience it. Be at one with it or be at one with her. Okay. Um, well, that's a theological statement. That's a doctrine. That's an idea. So, uh, if you attempt to criticize reason, you have to use reason in the process. Okay? And, and, but whatever the case, they're experience-based. They de-emphasize reason. Uh, Wiccans believe that all life is sacred. They speak of the life, life force in nature that all life is animated with, uh, all of nature is animated with life. So the tree is a living thing, the rock is a living thing. And uh, they believe that the distinction between matter and spirit is not real. Okay? So that they, they break down any barrier between the, sac the sacred and the secular, but they go beyond that and say that the, the spiritual realm and the physical realm, in their way of thinking, um, if a witch were able to levitate, and apparently some have been able to do so throughout history, though I, I, I don't know of any today that are really doing it, uh, but if a witch were able to levitate, they would not view that as a miracle, as a suspending of natural laws. Um, they would view what we call the supernatural just as part of the natural realm. So they, they, they see the physical and the spiritual kind of as all rolled up into one 
And only those caught up in traditional religions uh, wrongly make that distinction between matter and spirit. Now, some witches are pantheists. Some Wiccans believe that God is the universe. And since God is the universe and uh, man is part of the universe, then man is God. But then again, a rock is God. A dog is God. A whale is God. Okay? And so, some of them are pantheists. They believe God is the universe. And they believe God is a non-personal force. That God is an it. Uh, God has more in common with electricity than he does with um, uh, personal beings that you could enter into a personal uh, love relationship with, okay? Um, so many are uh, pantheists. Uh, there are uh, some witches that are polytheists. Uh, a polytheist believes in the existence of many gods. And so you will find Wiccans that believe there are uh, a great number of gods, and they may worship three or four, but they believe there's literally hundreds or thousands of gods, and they worship many of the ancient gods. Uh, uh, other uh, other witches are panentheists, where they would believe, to, to really oversimplify it by saying this, but um, they believe the universe is God's body. So God is present in the universe as a soul is to a body, but God is not to be equated with the universe. So some Wiccans fall into that category. This is because the, the Wiccan movement is decentralized, so you could find ten different witches and, and come up with ten different views on, on certain things. So they fall into uh, any of those three uh, camps. Um, witches, now, now some witches will worship many gods, and then you find out that, okay, maybe there's a witch over there worshiping many gods, and there's a witch over there worshiping many gods. The witch over there might literally be worshiping those gods and really believe in the literal existence of those gods. The witch over here um, might say, no, no, this is just ritual that we go through. I don't really believe all these gods exist. Um, all these gods are just manifestations of the one god that is the universe, okay? So the, the person might be a pantheist, but might sound like a polytheist. Again, different witches um, are going to disagree, so, you know, it's our job to determine which witch is which. Um, but um, whatever the case, um, uh, most witches, you'll find them worshiping the mother goddess and her companion, okay? Um, and so... Uh, her companion is, is called the horned god. Okay, so the mother goddess is uh, worshiping the moon. Sometimes uh, she is viewed as the earth, mother earth, or the earth and the sea. Uh, the life force or the energy of nature goes under different names depending on, on uh, who you're talking to. It could be Gaia, uh, Diana, Lilith, Sophia, the, the Greek goddess of wisdom, Isis, the... Uh, uh, ancient Egyptian gods, Sibyl, Venus, Kali, the, the Hindu goddess, uh, Luna for moon, Aphrodite, Artemis, uh, Ashtaroth. You know, the list goes on and on and on, the different names um, that the goddess can go by. Okay, um, uh, probably Gaia, Sophia, even, even Isis are some of the uh, more popular names for the mother goddess. The horned god... Uh, the uh, male uh, 
counterpart to the female goddess um, is the the sun, the woods, the hunt animals. By the by, the hunt they, they just they, it's kind of that male ag- aggressiveness and all things of that sort. It goes under the names of Osiris, Pan, Thor, Woden, Amun Ra, uh, Dionysius, Apollo, um, and the horn god as as nature dies and is reborn every year, and so a lot of the uh, Wiccan festivals are based upon that, the, the, the uh, seasons, the, uh, the, the cycle of the seasons that we uh, experience. Um, Wiccans, uh, they either worship nature or at, at the very least they believe that they derive their power from nature. They are not Satanists. This is real important. You, you could be a Satanist or you can be a Wiccan but you really can't be both. Um, I, I guess you could be a real mixed-up person, but um, but whatever the case, technically a Wiccan doesn't worship in uh, doesn't worship Satan. Probably the the average Wiccan wouldn't even believe in the existence uh, of Satan. Um, now, from a Christian standpoint, if you're not worshiping Jesus, um, either directly or indirectly, in the end, you're going to find yourself backing his adversary. Uh, Lucifer himself, um, but what we call a Satanist is someone who directly worships Satan. Okay. Now, having said this, and though Wiccans are not Satanists, there is within the New Age movement. In fact, it was kind of at the root of the New Age movement coming to America. The Theosophical Society, founded by Helena Blavatsky in 1875, there is a strand, a very powerful strand, running within the New Age movement that is satanic at its core. And it's not the ritualistic Satanists that we often think of, uh, you know, the guys that set up a little black altar and, and that type of thing. But, but the uh, Theosophical Society and its offshoot, Lucius Trust, which at one time was, was called uh, Lucifer Publishing, um, they're the ones who uh, paid for and maintained the meditation room in the United Nations. So within the New Age movement, there is a heavy uh, Satanic uh, bent, uh, uh, but uh, that's really not Wicca, though Wiccans will work with Theosophists on uh, much of their agenda, such as trying to unite the world uh, under one government. Um, okay, uh, Wiccans are very eclectic. They borrow and mix beliefs from different pagan religions, so you'll find many Wiccans that are into astrology, trying to predict the future through the uh, stars divination, whether it's fortune-telling or tarot, tarot cards, uh, magic, sorceries, uh, spiritism, or which is now, now called uh, channeling. So you can have witches who get involved in any one of these. They, they like to, to borrow from the pagan religions. In fact, to be honest with you, they like to borrow from Christianity. So sometimes you'll see a Wiccan who likes to carry their Bible with them and will pull out you know, 50 verses totally out of their context to try to support their Wiccan views. And, um, but once you start showing them that what they think the passage says, um, what they think the passage says is not really what it says, they're more than willing to trash their Bibles in a heartbeat. So they just, you know, they'll just use whatever is out there to support what they already want to believe. And kind of the inner voice is, is more important to them than anything. Um, now, because they mix and borrow from many different pagan religions, they're often called neo-pagans. Let me say this. Every Wiccan is a neo-pagan, but not every neo-pagan is a Wiccan. 
Okay? So the neo-pagan movement, the New Age movement, is much a much larger umbrella than the Wiccan movement. The Wiccan movement is one small yet powerful branch of the New Age movement. Many Americans who have embraced Hinduism or Buddhism would fall into the New Age movement, theosophists, members of the Baha'i faith, um, uh, people who just like the channel, a lot of people who are into... Uh, the New Age movement, Scientolo- I mean the, the UFO movement, Scientologists, the list goes on and on. A wide umbrella of neo-pagans. They're just one branch, but they're one of the strongest branches, probably because they're the most politically correct branch, and sometimes the most anti-Christian branch, and Ted Turner and CNN really like that. Um, now, Wiccans may believe the gods, we mentioned this earlier, that the gods are either symbolic or that they are real. Okay, so they might just be going through the motions and not really, but just like Christians, you know, people who profess to be Christians. You know, Pastor Cal gets behind his pulpit and preaches his heart out because he really believes the book. Okay, but you don't have to go more than three or four blocks before you find a church. Sometimes they call them, themselves Baptists too. Could be Methodists, could be Lutherans, and they're preaching from the same book, only they don't really believe it. They're just trying to give their people warm fuzzies, make them feel good from some passage totally twisted out of its context and uh, mixed in a bowl with political correctness. Uh, but in the end, they don't really believe Jesus is God. They don't believe he's Savior. They don't believe he died on the cross for our sins and, and salvation comes only through him. Um, so uh, you'll find that with Wiccans. Some Wiccans will be going through ceremonies and they'll get in their groups and their covens and they'll celebra- celebrate their feast days and they, some of them don't really believe in the gods that they're calling upon, they just believe that they're just names for the different forces of nature. Okay? Um, they perform magical spells and incantations. Um, by the way, um, sorcery and witchcraft are so closely related. There's numerous words in the, in the, in the Bible that uh, there's no one word that you could just translate. Well, you could. You could. But there's no one word that just is the exact equivalent of witchcraft in, in the Bible. Um, like we, we read the passage about the witch of Endor that you know Saul went to her. But but you have different words like like Greek words in the New Testament. Pharmakia. Um, we get our word pharmacy from it. That was actually a sorcerer. Okay, and a sorcerer um, was someone who was into magic that had a lot to do with drugs whether it was making a love potion or casting spells on people through the use of drugs or trying to uh, achieve a higher level of uh, reality or an alternative state of reality through drug abuse, that person was classified as a sorcerer. It's only in modern times that drug abusers have been classified um, you know, as drug addicts, period, and not as sorcerers. Um, it's only in modern times that we have viewed drugs from a purely naturalistic standpoint. Uh, until modern times, drug abuse w- was viewed as something um, uh, occultic and the secret hidden arts. Um, Simon Magus in the scriptures, we get our word magic from it, from the, the magi. Okay, They were uh, astrologers who, who dabbled in magic. Okay. Now, of course, the, the Magi, something was going on in their life, and it seemed that they were open to receiving um, what God had to offer, and so God led them 
uh, to the babe born in a manger. But um, as a class, it was kind of, in ancient times, astrologers and astronomers, you know, astronomers, science, study the science of the stars, there was such an overlap that for all practical purposes, uh, ancient science was very superstitious, and ancient science and magic and sorcery were were all rolled up into one. The sad thing is, is since we've thrown God out the window in this country, um, and the belief in the God of the Bible is the basis for modern scientific investigation, um, modern science is very quickly going the route of magic and superstition. Uh, C.S. Lewis predicted that back in the 1940s in his work, The Abolition of Man, that um, uh, because... Uh, Western civilization was throwing out absolute truth and absolute morality that uh, uh, science was becoming superstition and magic. And just as magic tries to control nature, so too um, our uh, scientists will attempt to control nature. And man is part of nature, so scientists will attempt to control man. But he believed the thin line between good science and superstition or magic was belief in the God of the Bible, the Creator God. Once you remove the existence of the Creator God, science uh, devolves, disintegrates into magic. We're seeing that go on in our midst uh, today. Uh, almost every witch out there, I'd be surprised to find a witch that, that rejected it. Uh, witches usually believe in reincarnation, that uh, after you die, your soul is uh, reincarnated in another physical object, and uh, um, which I don't see how that makes sense since they reject the distinction between matter and spirit, but whatever the case, that's, that's their problem. Um, they observe seasonal holidays and festivals, uh, the, the summer solstice in late June, the winter solstice in late December, the shortest day of the year. Halloween is one of their biggest uh, Holy days uh, for them, October 31st, as with Satanists. Satanists, October 31st is uh, one of their biggest days as well. It, it's just amazing that, that Christians would celebrate uh, Halloween. I think if you study the roots of Halloween, you would see that it's, it's, uh, it has paganism written uh, all over it. We need Christian alternatives, and a lot of churches are, are working in that direction. See, every one of our holidays, even Christmas, was they were all pagan feast days. And then when Emperor, the Roman Emperor Constantine professed faith in Christ, little by little they began to change the ancient pagan feast days and remove the pagan significance, the worship of nature significance, and replace it with a, a Christian meaning. So that we still have the Christmas tree, but we're no longer worshiping the tree. Now we worship the babe who was born in a manger, the Lord Jesus Christ. God become a man. Um, Easter, there was a celebration of the resurrection of nature or the rebirth of nature. And, uh, and now we celebrate the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And, um, but Halloween was never changed. It was kept in exactly the same uh, format that it's been uh, since its inception in ancient pagan times. Uh, which or Wiccan refers to both genders now. Um, uh, warlock is pretty much considered obsolete. I, I, think, I suppose it was somewhere, somewhere on this planet there's some guy calling himself a warlock, but for the most part, if you call a male witch a warlock, they'll kind of laugh at you and just act like you just don't understand what's going on. But 
I, I don't know what it is, but the uh, women's lib movement, the radical, far-left women's lib movement is so big in Wiccan circles that uh, I don't know if that's got something to do with it, but um, it, it's almost like uh, both in Wiccan circles and outside Wiccan circles, you almost have to apologize for being male nowadays. Um, it's, it's almost like, um, you know, uh, you blame, what is it... Uh, the far left likes to blame white European males for every uh, white European Christian males for every problem that ever occurred in history, and so you'll get you know poor guys like Phil Donahue um, apologizing that you know he's a man, and so uh, but uh, uh, whatever. So um, um, uh, witches will also tell you that there's only white magic; black magic is not acknowledged now. White magic is when witches uh, tap into the powers of nature for the good of mankind. Black magic is when witches tap into the powers of nature to do mankind harm. And witches will go way out of their way that any person who is a, practices black magic is not a true Wiccan. Now, now my question for them is, look, you just you denied right and wrong. So who are you to call if some flake down the block decides he wants to be a witch and decides he wants to destroy mankind with his wicked power, okay? Who are they to call his actions wrong when they just get done, just got done saying there's no such thing as wrong? So in other, in other words, if there are no absolutes, if there's no absolute right and wrong, no absolute morality, I don't even know how they draw the distinction between white magic and black magic anymore. It's all rolled up into one. Again, you know... When you, it's like what Francis Schaeffer said. When you reject, you are free. God gave you the freedom to reject the truth. He didn't give you the freedom to reject the truth and um, uh, remain free of foolishness. In other words, if you reject God's truth, you're going to end up you know, with contradiction after contradiction because you can reject God's creation, but you still have to live in it. And so witches... Um, with all their breath, can deny such a thing as right and wrong, but they, like every other human be being, has to live like there are such things as right and wrong. Um, uh, Wicca is tied to the radical feminist movement, which is opposed to patriarchy. It's opposed to, you know, a man being the head of the home. It's opposed to men um, uh, running governments and things of that sort. Basically, it's opposed to men. Um, You'll hear the radical woman's liberty. By the way, the, the whole woman's rights movement, that was founded by Christians. Just like Christians founded the abolition of slavery movement, and Christians founded the pro-life movement, and Christians built the first hospitals, and the first orphanages, and the first colleges, and the first schools. Um, so, you know, Christians were the ones who started the first woman's rights movement. Um, but then it was hijacked, just like our schools were, by radical atheists, and atheism just doesn't just doesn't do enough to quench our, our spiritual thirst that, that God placed in us for Himself. Um, and so eventually, um, radical atheistic feminists went New Age and neo pagan. And um, but whatever the case, uh, many witches today are feminist. And lesbians, uh, you can just look at some of the leading um, witches that are that are out there. But but you'll often hear 
from uh, radical feminist circles that the reason why there's all these wars going on in the world and that this planet is ready to blow itself up is because of patriarchy, because men have been running the show. And if women would just run the show, then we'd live happily ever after. And so the big argument, men need to move out of the way and let uh, uh, the woman take charge. And um, so, you know, the average um, lesbian radical feminist would, would say that somebody like me or Jerry Falwell, the president of the Bible college that I went to, would refer to us as like male chauvinist pigs and all. But all I know is, you know, when Ellen Krasel ran for governor against uh, uh, Governor Locke, I voted for her. You know, I'm supposedly, I'm supposed to be afraid of powerful woman. But, um, um, and, you know, Ellen Craswell, uh, the only reason why her, she's not as politically active as she used to be is because she just enjoys playing grandma so much. And uh, she likes having her grandchildren around. But when everything's said and done, I think she would have made a great governor. And um, um, so I'm not intimidated by, by powerful woman and all. At the same time, the radical feminist movement wants to, it's really weird, because it's kind of like, to be a radical feminist, it's like two things. Number one, you got to hate men with everything you've got, and then number two, you got to want to become a man. So, you know, you tell me what's wrong with that picture, okay? And, um, um, but whatever the case, uh, some of today's leading witches, there's Mary Daly. She's a theology professor at, at a Catholic school, one of the world, one of the country's biggest Catholic schools, the most prestigious Catholic school, Boston College. Um, I don't know. She must give... Um, but I, I could just imagine the, the friction between her and Peter Kreeft, who is an outstanding Roman Catholic uh, philosopher, and uh, uh, Ticelli, uh, Father Ticelli, a Jesuit priest there, traditional Roman Catholics that, are, that teach in the in the philosophy department, but Mary Daly is a theology professor at the Boston College of Catholic School. She, she can't be fired. She already has tenure, and um, she's a former nun. Uh, presently, she is a lesbian and a radical feminist, and uh, she's real far out on the, e e you know, eco-babble movement, you know, worship the earth, and she is a practicing Wiccan. Um, so that would be an interesting uh, Roman Catholic Theology 101 course to take there. Uh, Caitlin Matthews, um, I know a, a young lady with the same exact name as her in the area, and a, a, a nice little young Christian girl, um, and has the exact name, and uh, so don't confuse the two, but uh, Caitlin Matthews is a priestess of the Fellowship of Isis, the ancient Egyptian goddess. She's a uh, big name uh, witch, Miriam Starhawk is a leading proponent of goddess worship, a Wiccan priestess, and she's also a licensed minister of the, the covenant of the goddess. Um, and she teaches at Matthew Fox's Institute in Oakland, California. Let me give you some background on Matthew Fox. Uh, Matthew Fox was a Roman Catholic priest um, who was more New Age than anything else. He was a neo-pagan and he had all kinds of weird teachings. He taught creation spirituality. Let's just ignore the fall and what St. Augustine taught about the fall. And let's just act like the world, the earth is still perfect. 
and, and act like man is divine in some sense. He's a panentheist. And eventually the Roman Catholic Pope uh, did what I would have done if I were the Roman Catholic Pope. He excommunicated the guy. So, um, so I'm not a Roman Catholic, but that's something I would applaud the Roman Catholic Pope for doing. So what did the Protestant Church do? Uh, the Anglican Church embraced him and accepted him as a priest. And so now this guy, he's got, he's got shamans, you know, witch doctors. He's got Wiccans at his, uh, his supposedly, you know, Anglican mass, which is really just a, a neo-pagan uh, garbage. And, uh, but she teaches there for Matthew Fox. His influence is, you know, his creation spirituality, Star of the Sea in uh, Bremerton. They were going through that back in the early to mid-1980s. And when I heard about it, I did some investigating. That's when I found out about Matthew Fox. But apparently some, somebody there was a traditional Catholic and found out about it and got the project stopped. But there were actually uh, some traditional Roman Catholics getting caught up in the creation spirituality. So, uh, but uh, John Paul II took care of that problem, and now he's an Anglican problem. Um, okay, Virginia Mollencott. And so not only in Roman Catholic circles are we getting hit with this garbage, but even in the quote-unquote evangelical movement. Um, evangelicals are supposed to be Bible-believing Christians, so I no longer call myself an evangelical because there's so many that are out there that really don't believe the Bible, so I call myself a conservative evangelical. And it, it's, it's, it's sad, but you can't call yourself a fundamentalist anymore um, because CNN has taken the word fundamentalist and and they constantly put it together with Islamic, Islamic fundamentalist, Islamic fundamentalist, Islamic fundamentalist. So you start thinking fundamentalist means a terrorist, and then they and then they'll turn right around after talking about Islamic fundamentalist blowing something up. They'll talk about and the Christian fundamentalist Jerry Falwell stated such and such. And what they're trying to imply is that Jerry Falwell either blows up innocent people or would love to if he got the opportunity, which is obviously uh, not the case. Um, but Virginia Mollencott calls herself an evangelical, um, though uh, at this point I don't think she's a witch, uh, but she does worship the goddess Sophia and uh, while claiming to be an evangelical and promotes Wicca and says that Wicca is a viable way to, you know, it's just like... Um, you can call yourself an evangelical. I mean, it's. I mean, you know, I can call myself an NBA basketball center. I mean, it's not going to make me any taller than I am right now. So um, uh, then there's uh, Lori Cabot, the official witch of Salem in Massachusetts. It was Michael Dukakis who gave her that title. And um, the sad thing about you know Michael Dukakis, who did he run against? Was it, did he run against Reagan? Was it that far back? Or was it Bush? I can't even remember. I'm so confused. Whatever the case, um, uh, the sad thing about Michael Dukakis there, he didn't mean it as a slam when he called her the official witch of Salem. And uh, um, Wiccans view traditional Christianity as intolerant and detrimental to society. They'll constantly talk about the Salem witch trials this, the Salem witch trials that. Hey, you know, when you innocent human beings are killed, you know, that's not right. Even when people who dabble, dabble in the world of the occult are put to death, that's still not right. But the fact of the matter is, you probably had dozens who were actually killed in the Salem witch trials, whereas when you, when you look at what atheism has done, um, 
in Red China and the old Soviet Union alone, in less than one century, they slaughtered uh, nearly 100 million of their own people during peacetime. When you look at what neo-paganism has done, when you look at Adolf Hitler's beliefs, they are, he has uh, probably, probably agrees with about 70% of what I've said about Wicca. And Adolf Hitler and the Nazis, I mean, keep in mind, they, those guys, what they came to power, what was it, 1921, when they officially came to power? And, I mean, so you only got a little over 20 years that those guys were in power, and they slaughtered in the millions, tens of millions. So, um, when everything uh, when everything's said and done, oh, then the, the uh, Muslims. Uh, you want to see the influence Islam has on governments? Uh, you know, Muslims are, uh, you know, uh, I mean, slavery is a big-time business in Islamic countries, and especially in Africa. And um, so, uh, you know, Christianity, if anything, you can make a case that the Christian worldview has greatly reduced the amount of killing that governments have done to their own people. But not everybody who calls himself a Christian is a true Christian, and certainly there have been some people who have done some rotten things in the name of Christianity. Of course, the Lord Jesus says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven, Matthew seven twenty-one. Um so, but, but when you talk to a Wiccan, you get the impression that every innocent person who was ever killed was killed by a Christian, and that if we could somehow rid the earth of Christianity, we could all live together in peace in one big happy coven. Um, okay, um, they uh, promote sexual freedom, you know, and the new morality. Uh, the, um, many, many witches are, are homosexual or bisexual, not all. Uh, but they promote sexual freedom, the new morality, and worship of the earth. Uh, they have the Wiccan read, that ye harm none, do what ye will. So as long as you don't hurt anybody, do whatever you feel like doing. Well, is that a moral absolute? Because they teach there's no moral absolutes. And if it's not a moral absolute, then what is it? So again, they can't live consistently uh, with their rejection of moral uh, absolutes. Um, five major witchcraft groups. There's uh, Circle Incorporated, headed by Selena Fox and Jim Allen at uh, Mount Horeb, uh, Wisconsin. Um, there's the Covenant of the Goddess in Berkeley, California. Feminist Wicca, just nationwide, no one headquarters. Gardnerian Wicca, that's Gerald Gardner. He was the guy who tried to argue that Wicca's been going on for uh, millennia and uh, in, in secret and all this other stuff. And it just it, it seems to be a, um, a whole lot of baloney that he's throwing. And then Rosemary and Raymond Buckland, that's out of Long Island, New York. Then there's Saxon witchcraft practiced in Charlottesville, Virginia by Raymond Buckland. So don't confuse Raymond Buckland with Raymond Buckland. Uh, whatever the case, they're both witches and uh, I'm sure not warlocks. Uh, still, most covens are independent and operate in secret. You know, you, you could even have, you could be working with a couple Wiccans, co-workers, who are afraid that if, if they come out of the closet, they might get in trouble, they might lose their job. That's becoming, though, uh, pretty outdated. I mean, 
it was to the point, what, um, as far back as, what, 1986, 87, when I was on a police department, uh, working with guys who were out of the closet, Wiccans, they had their rings with serpents on it and skulls on it and this and that, and they didn't have to hide it, and they knew they weren't going to be fired from their, their law enforcement jobs. So um, so a lot of these Wiccans are now coming out of the closet, and uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, Christians seem to be going into the closets. It's, uh, it's kind of, we're the ones who, who think, gee, should I share my faith with my coworker? Maybe I'll get in trouble. And maybe they'll think I'm a fanatical Christian and fire me and blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's weird. This is America. Freedom of religion, freedom of speech. But the fact that we are now thinking that way means things are getting uh, pretty bad right now. Um, so most covens uh, are independent and operate in secret. Uh, many covens now have the tax-exempt status. Okay? So, you know, they can take uh, donations and you can write it off. You have Wiccans in the United States military that are allowed to wear the pentagram. Uh, they're allowed to um, write down, have Wiccan uh, on their uh, dog tags instead. It used to be, you know, Roman Catholic, Protestant, or Jewish. Now, you know, Wiccan is accepted uh, as well. If you are a chaplain in the United States military um, and you have a nice chapel at your base, if you allow um, some of the classrooms to be used for Bible studies, you have to also allow them to be used not only by Muslims and Jews, but you also have to allow them to be used by Wiccans or Satanists, for that matter. So, Anton LaVey, has, the, the, the late uh, Anton LaVey, um, has the non-profit status. Uh, his daughter's in charge now. But, um, but you have to basically, if, if a couple Wiccans or a couple Satanists walk up to you and say, Chaplain, we'd like to uh, start a Wednesday night study. Is that room available? If it's available, you're supposed to say uh, yes to them. Now, there are many evangelical chaplains that um, uh, hold a decent amount of weight and, um, and uh, you know, and they take a not-in-my-backyard approach, and sometimes they got enough pull to where nobody messes with them. But uh, if you're a rookie and you just got out of the academy and you're uh, a new chaplain... Uh, it's amazing how difficult it is to represent Christ in the military today. Uh, refutation of Wiccan beliefs and practices. I'll just spend a few minutes on this. You can look, look uh, into this further in your free time. The denial of absolute truth, as we stated, that's self-refuting. To, to say there is no absolute truth, either that statement is true or it's not. Okay, if the statement there is no absolute truth is true, then it has to be false because it would be uh, an absolute truth. So it's a self-refuting statement. Uh, the denial of absolute morality is non-livable. You can't live consistently with it. You know, it's, it's ludicrous to say, well, it's wrong to call my actions wrong because there's no such thing as wrong. Okay, and they'll say there's no such thing as wrong, but then they constantly condemn the Salem witch trials as being wrong and evil. If there's no such thing as wrong, then stop calling anything wrong. If there's no such thing as wrong, then, then why do these people constantly protest for which is right? Okay? Um, uh, there, uh, uh, another refutation, point of refutation, their hyper-environmentalism actually hurts the environment. I'll give you one example. You know, in their attempt to save the earth, 
they don't, you know, hyper-environmentalists, both of the Wiccan type and other neo-pagan types, and they want to worship the earth, so they don't want any trees cut down, okay? Um, the reason why we're hearing about all these forest fires that are covering hundreds upon hundreds of acres, okay, is because the logging industry isn't allowed to do, uh, to log as much as uh, they would like. And uh, let's just picture this whole room filled with uh, trees, okay? If loggers were allowed to cut down the trees in the middle here, okay, if a forest fire started on that side, the furthest it could get is here, then it would run out of wood. If a forest fire started on that fire, the furthest it could get is here because then it would run out of wood. Wood fuels fire. That's not a big, you know, tremendous scientific discovery. You know, I mean, from the day we found, figured out fire, we knew that wood is real good with it. Um, and so, uh, but the, the, because we're not allowing loggers to cut down as many trees as they would like, you don't have these big open spaces that would stop uh, a forest fire from spreading. Other times when, the, when, the, when these massive forest fires are starting and they're heading towards uh, a populated town, um, the government tries to do a controlled burn, which they would burn down some of the trees, have their own controlled fire, so that when the fire reaches that point, it will die out and it won't go into the town. Several times, uh, uh, environmentalists, uh, hyper-environmentalists have argued against that. The government has not done the controlled burn, and we've lost it in, in entire towns in the process. So uh, what we're seeing on TV with this going on is not... Uh, um, is, it's basically caused by the people who are telling us to worship the earth, okay? Um, uh, and by the way, loggers, because uh, they want to make money and they want to stay in business, they want job security, they usually, when they cut down trees, they plant new trees. They probably have planted way more trees than any new ager has. So, um, um, you know, they don't want to shoot themselves in the foot, but um, we, we find this also with animals. Now we just had a cougar kill one person, apparently, and almost kill another person. I used to think the main problem, sometimes this is the case, I used to think the main problem was that we're moving, the human population is going all over the place and we're moving into their land. Um, actually, more times than not, I don't know what the situation is there, but um, actually, more times than not, it's the government gathering up some grizzly bears or some wolves and putting them in a nation, uh, national park where we have human beings going through and where they're not allowed to carry firearms. So a lot of times it's our government putting the wild beast in our midst. Some of these national parks, too, uh, border um, farmlands, ranchers, and stuff like that. And then if, you know, if a wolf, is, a wolf pack is tearing up a guy's sheep, you know, all he's got to do is, uh, you know, blow away one of the wolves and, uh, you know, boys going to jail. So, um, so... You know, the hyper-environmentalism actually hurts the environment. Uh, we talked about the intolerance of the new tolerance. In the name of tolerance, they cannot tolerate anybody who disagrees with them. We believe, we tolerate all views. But if you believe only, Christi only Christians go to heaven, we would love to see you locked up, put to death, whatever. You know, and the list goes on and on. And... Um, uh, the failure of Wiccan worldviews, we don't have time to, to, to turn... To, to get too in-depth with that, but pantheism, 
the idea that all reality is one being and God is the universe. Uh, it's impossible to share that belief without contradiction um, because it would be one mind telling, trying to convince another mind that only one mind exists. And if only one mind exists, why is one? Why do we have one mind trying to persuade another mind to acknowledge uh, that? So it's, it's impossible to live consistently with the pantheistic worldview. There's problems with polytheism and panentheism. We just don't have time to turn to that. Um, and, and modern Wiccan is is not really pagan so much as it's neo-pagan, a newer form of paganism. So it's the old craft only in the sense that it's a a revival of the of uh, ancient pagan practices, okay? Many different ancient pagan practices, but it's not like um, the old craft has continued to exist throughout the centuries, and now they're just starting to come out of the, the closet. I just want to read a, f- a few passages which refute this. Um, Deuteronomy 18... Deuteronomy 18, verses 9 through 12. Now, I list quite a few verses, so I encourage you when you get home or later on during the week to look up these verses. But uh, the, the Lord says there, When you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire, or one who practices witchcraft, or a soothsayer, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who conjures spells, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls up the dead. Uh, For all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord, and because of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out uh, from before you. And it's basically, these are all occultic practices. Deuteronomy 29, 29. You know, some translations will put down... um, uh, witchcraft, some translations will read uh, uh, sorcery, okay? Uh, Deuteronomy twenty nine twenty nine. God says the hidden things belong to the Lord, but what God's revealed to us, his word, we should love that, and we should teach, learn it ourselves, teach it to our children and to their children, and, and on and on. But there's some things God has chosen not to reveal to us. And for us to seek secret, hidden knowledge apart from the Lord, is uh, flirting with disaster, uh, to say the least, whether you're trying to communicate with dead ancestors or, or whatever uh, it may be. Um, look at uh, Isaiah 47, 13 to 15. This continues, by the way, the Bible's condemnation of Wicca continues on into the New Testament as well, uh, passages like Galatians 5:19 through 21, that people who practice such things like sorcery shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Revelation 9:21, Revelation 21 verse 8, 22 verse 15, talk about uh, witchcraft and sorcery in uh, very demeaning terms, um, and God views them, uh, refers to them as dogs, and he's basically God's saying, "I'm very displeased." with people who engage in such practices. But verses 13 to 15 of Isaiah 47 says, You are wearied in the multitude of your counsels. Let now the astrologers, the stargazers, 
And the monthly um, uh, prognosticators stand up and save you from what shall come upon you. Behold, they shall be as stubble. Uh, the fire shall burn them. They shall not deliver themselves from the power of the flame. It shall not be a coal to be warmed by, nor a fire to sit before. Thus shall uh, they be to you with whom you have labored, your merchants from your youth. They shall wander each one to his quarter. No one shall save you. And, you know, the God of the Bible uh, is basically saying that, you know, don't turn um, to these occultists. Uh, there is no salvation there, and they will not stand in the judgment. The Bible also refutes reincarnation. Hebrews 9.27 tells us it's appointed for man to die once, and then comes the judgment. Luke 16, verses 19 to 31, you have Lazarus the beggar and the rich man, and you don't get a second chance, okay? And uh, the scriptures are clear, salvation comes only through Jesus. If the world wants to call that intolerance, uh, then so be it. Uh, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. The Lord Jesus tells us that he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through him. And if Wiccans don't like it, um, so be it. Um, all we can do is love them, witness to them, and plead with them to accept the Lord Jesus. The scriptures tell us that he is God, the second person of the Trinity, become a man, and there is salvation in no one else. And if uh, modern witches want to uh, reject him, uh, as Savior, they do so um, uh, at their own peril, and uh, all we can do is plead with them to turn to Christ. So um, I'd encourage you to look further into it. Um, don't be real surprised or real shocked if you find out some of your friends are Wiccans. It's becoming more and more popular uh, in America as in Europe. In fact, uh, England was really big on uh, in Wicca as far back as the 70s and maybe even earlier. Um, world, coming out of World War II, if somebody told you that in 60 years, Wicca would be real popular in America, you, you would have been shocked. Um, but it's becoming more and more popular in America. Wicca's on the way in. Christianity is on the way out. And um, we're being considered the weird ones, and we're the ones who are, are going to face persecution if there isn't widespread uh, revival uh, in our land. I think we're about out of time, so I'm going to just close in prayer. And then uh, if you have any questions, you could you could see me outside. I've got some books that if you'd like to buy some of the, the books there. And um, But if you have any questions, we can talk out in, in the in the foyer. You just bow your heads. We'll close with a word of prayer. Uh, Father, in Jesus' precious name, I thank you, Lord, for this church and uh, for the people here and for Pastor Cal and man who refuses to accommodate your word to the political correctness of the world, a man who re refuses to compromise your gospel truth. I just pray, Lord, that there would be more pastors and more churches uh, like Grace Bible Church that will stand up for your truth even when it's not politically correct, even when it's not popular. We know, Lord, uh, that when your son came to earth, it was not his goal to be popular nor was it the, the goal of the apostles to be popular. Hence, they died horrible deaths and were persecuted numerous times for proclaiming the gospel message, the good news of salvation in your Son. Give us that kind of boldness so that we would proclaim your truth in the midst of a culture uh, who does not desire truth, uh, but desires fables and myths and, 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 and a return of ancient paganism. 
I pray, Lord, that you would cause us to, to have the same love um, for Wiccans, for witches that you have. That you cause us to see them through your eyes, to love them, to witness to them, and uh, uh, to encourage them to accept your Son as Savior and to leave behind uh, their pagan sinful practices. But I pray, Lord, that you would make us, you would bring us together as a body of believers, that you would strengthen us, that you would empower us to be all that you called us to be, so that we could be a lasting witness and shine your light in the midst of the darkness uh, of this neo-pagan world. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen.